The International Monetary Fund Managing Director says that the global CDC platform is in development. Well, what's it like living with the world's largest digital ID system, India's Adhar system? And a digital identity system is going to be legislated in Australia later this year. Many things going on in the news, folks. Very prophetic. And we will discuss these events and much more while taking your calls on this open line edition of The End Time Show. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of the End Time Show. I will be taking your calls today. The number to reach me, one 877 8463 And a couple announcements very quick before we go to the phones. Israel tour coming up October 4th through the 15th. Uh, we had just a wonderful tour uh, just a few weeks ago, we got back Doug Norvell and his wife, Tina, uh, Jana and myself, and then Chris and Brenda, t- some more team members here at End Time went with us. And what a wonderful tour that we had. And all of the wonderful spiritual experiences. We saw all the major sites in Israel. We had a wonderful baptism. We had, went to the tomb, the upper room, the Temple Mount, the Temple Institute. I mean, just one thing after another. It's a lifetime experience, and if you'd like to go back with us, um, I go twice a year because of I need to keep up the relationships that we have that will help us in our end-time efforts, the college, a lot of different reasons why we go twice a year, but whenever we go, we want to take a group of people with us. We do not take 15 or 20 buses. That's not the goal, because everybody becomes just a number at that point. We take... A couple buses. We take uh, 80 to 100 people is all we'll ever take. Because we stay with the group the whole time, the entire tour. We eat breakfast, we eat dinner, every, we, we live with everybody. I mean, it becomes a big family if you've ever been on one of our tour groups with us. It becomes a big family. And so uh, if you'd like to go to Israel with us on one of our tours, October 4th through the 5th. And uh, we've already got a lot of people signed up for that. It's a wonderful, wonderful time. And if you'd like to sign up, call in 1-800-363-8463. Talk to my wife, Jana uh, Robbins, or Brittany Motes, and they can get you signed up for the tour. And they've got a ticket in August. We're already at the end of June. How did that happen? We just started uh, 2023 a couple weeks ago, right? And here we are at the end of June already. They've got a ticket for our October trip in August, so make sure you get signed up for that. Also... This coming weekend, uh, we tra- actually my wife and I travel down there tomorrow, uh, leave Dallas and head to Vider. My wife and I will be in uh, Vider, Texas at the Eastgate Church, uh, 18905 Interstate 10. Um, and Sunday morning, June 25th at 10 a.m., I'll be teaching the Understanding the End Time and we'll have an evangelistic service. It's going to be awesome. Um, Sunday night, June 25th at 5 p.m., We'll be teaching Breaking Prophecy News. And then Monday evening, they have a big... This church is very unique. You'll see that when you get there. It's a really nice church, and it's a booming... I mean, they're busting at the seams. Where do you come there? And 
um, Monday evening, they have a prayer meeting, folks. This is not regular church service. On Monday evenings, they have a prayer meeting where three to 400 people consistently show up to that prayer meeting. Now, that's unheard of in a lot of churches. Three to 400 people. The average size church in the United States is 75. So, three to 400 people show up to this prayer meeting every Monday night, and I'm going to be teaching the future according to Bible prophecy, and we'll see what God does in that meeting as well. I mean, you could be healed. You could have the, your first spiritual experience. You could receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You could be baptized. Anything can happen. If you've never been baptized, come to the conference this weekend. We'll baptize you. And so it's very, very important that you, these, these prophecy conferences, not just me teaching a lesson and then sending you home. No, it's not what it's all about. We're going down there to have a move of God. And uh, yes, we will be teaching prophecy, but that's just, that's just part of it. So certainly would want to uh, invite you down to Vider, Texas this weekend. All the information is on our website, uh, endtime.com slash events. And uh, look up the conference and upcoming conferences. I've got a lot that I'm going to be doing the last six months of the year. And so uh, we've, maybe we'll be in your area. And so uh, got a lot going on right now. What I was going to talk about, I'm going to get to the phones in just a moment. But I'm going to, there was a lot of things that, a lot of articles. If you follow my Facebook post uh, postings, uh, my Facebook page, David Robbins, uh, man, go check it out because I've got just article after article of things that are happening in the news right now uh, dealing with Bible prophecy. And so one of the first things I wanted to talk about and then we'll go to the phones right after the break, if you guys can just hang for a second. Um, the, um, there's a, a news source, Umbrella, and they published an article, Creeped Out by the Adhar India's Digital AD, Digital ID. And originally, India's digital ID system was voluntary. Hey, we're going to move on to a digital system. We're going to tie your bank accounts, your government subsidies, everything to this. But it's voluntary. You know, it's just a, a, a something that will help you in your dealings with the government and your bank accounts and different things. Well, now, I'm just going to read an excerpt from this. As with the ration card, they started using fingerprints and, and retinal scans and different things to verify people's identity. It says, as with the ration, the ration card, using the pretext of weeding out fakes, the government began to pressure people to link their government-verified documents to their ADHAR, voter IDs, passports, driver's license, their permanent account numbers, or PAN, and they, these are used for banking and all financial transactions. Gradually, all institutions and offices, government, governmental and corporate, began to demand, not comp- it's comp- compulsory, not voluntary anymore, they began to demand the use of ADHAR with threats of cutting off services and entitlements. ADHAR. This shape-shifting beast, I'm quoting here, that had entered society quietly and benevolently has become an all-powerful, omnipresent monster that threatened to destroy our lives if we did not submit to it. The, the uh, writer of the article is a uh, citizen of India, and she says, man, it was just totally voluntary and innocent in the beginning, but now every single thing that has to do with the government, your bank account, your job, everything is tied into this ad-hard digital ID system. And wow, you can see that happening um, throughout the world. And the Bible says that in the end time, that the Antichrist will give everybody their own unique identification number, their own uh, 
mark in the right hand or in the forehead, and without, that, without which they're not going to be able to buy or sell. They're going to be able to control everything. You, your ability to function in society with a, your own mark, something that can identify you besides everybody else. And so we're watching these things every day. This is one article from hundreds, folks, about things that are going on around the world, pointing us straight towards a mark of the beast system in just the very near future. And we want to keep you abreast of the situation. That's what we're all about, is preparing you for the second coming that's just ahead of us now because these prophecies are clicking off very fast and they're all culminating at the same time and very important. A voice, a spoke, voice to me. spoke to me and said, I've got something, something I want to show you. I, want to show you. I was so I was sure so God, sure talk God to me. had talked to me. And I was stunned what I saw what I saw. Direct, direct fulfillment, fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now available for pre-order at endtime.com slash ABC. Go to endtime.com slash ABC or call 800-END-TIME. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com slash future or call 800 endtime. That's 800-363-8463. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning End Time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Welcome back, everybody. And again, I'll be taking your calls, one 877 Ask me anything about Bible prophecy, some of these things going on in the world. I mean, it's a conversation. You got any questions? Uh, I know we get questions um, emailed to us all the time. I don't know if it's just because people don't want to call in or what, but the I'm, my email, myself and Doug Norvell, our emails are exploding all the time. And uh, But this is a time for you to call in, ask a question, and um, it's important because we're all living through this stuff together. And so we want to make sure that we, are, we understand these things. The Bible's very clear. I've had people tell me, nobody can understand the end time. Nobody can understand these prophecies. I'm like, what are you talking about? Daniel, John, Jesus, and the Apostle Paul all said that we would be able to understand end time prophecy. So it's there for us to understand. It's about 30% of the entire Bible. 
And man, I want to understand everything I can about it, don't you? It's very, very important. Now, got a couple calls I want to get to, and then I'll, if I have time, I will share a, uh, a testimony of a gentleman that I interviewed this morning. And he, we're going to try to play the interview next week if we can get it edited, edited and everything. But um, I may share some of the stuff that, we, some of the things that he left with me uh, in that interview. It was a fabulous interview, and it's, it's a very timely interview. But I want to go straight to the phones right now. Let's go to Leon in New York. God bless Leon. Welcome to the End Time Show. Yes, sir. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, thank you for taking my call. I have a question for you. Yes. I every day back to you lived in Indiana. I was sitting there, sitting there, and sitting in New York. He's in New York. Let's see. I'm sorry. I have a question. I heard something, something happened yeah, July 1st. They made consolidate the money. They made no money. No more money. They no more money because they made consolidate nothing. No money. Any money. By January, July 1st. I heard on, on this guy's cast. He's talking about it. Real thing. Like, you know what he's talking about. So I'm concerned about it. Because I talked to every day about um, year 2000. And he told me about it. Company me about that. Year 2000. I was good. It was good. It was good. It was right. Everything was wrong. So I'm calling in now about this, this okay. source on July 1st. The change of the money is going to happen. Okay. I said. So, uh, Leon, I, I think what I've got from you is that uh, you're saying that you heard from somebody that on July 1st that we're not going to have any more cash and we're going to move on right. to a, a completely digital system. Okay, so I'm in world, local, and national news all day long, pretty much every day, and I'm not aware that we're going to move off of cash on July 1st. I haven't heard anything about that or read it anywhere, and so I'm not familiar with that. If you can send me a source... D. Robbins at endtime.com. I'd be happy to look at it. But at this point, um, I'm, I'm in touch with bankers. I'm in touch with uh, the guy who's over the economic war room with Glenn Beck. I'm in touch with all kinds of people that give me advice and feed me with news stories. And I haven't heard anything about moving off of cash July 1. So if you can send me a source, I'd be happy to look at it and then report on it. But we would have to document that a million times before I would come on the air with that. So just want to make sure you understand that, Leon, and uh, we'll keep an eye on that. And thank you for the call, my friend. God bless you. Let's go to Joe in New York. God bless Joe. Welcome to the End Time Show. How are you, Dave? Doing great, my friend. How are you doing? Still breathing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's better than the alternative. Yeah, yeah, right now it is anyway. Yes, sir. But <clears throat> I want to make a comment because now I've been praying for some some time about what Holy Spirit is showing me as I as I stay tuned into the work that you guys are doing mm-hmm. and the other research that I'm reading. All the pieces are coming together so quickly, Dave. Yes, sir. The thing you're talking about, the digital currency. Uh, I think I spoke. I might have spoke to you last week about AI. Mm-hmm. And that's been in my heart so strong the last couple of weeks or so that people are being deceived, and I mean even believers. But like you mentioned, I've known believers that don't want to read the prophecy. They say it's too deep or it's too symbolic, but we know we're supposed to know that. The Lord gave us a lot to go by. That being said... Excuse me. The biggest deception right now 
in the world, from my viewpoint and my praying, is this AI garbage. That's from Satan. There's no such thing as artificial intelligence. That, that, that's a game that they're playing. And I wouldn't be surprised if that Devos group, you know, the uh, World Economic Forum, mm-hmm. is behind it in some way. But if you try to pinpoint who's developing this, it's many, and many of people who are the, these technical people, they're being deceived because there's no such thing as a machine thinking. That's a lie from Satan. But now they're coming up with propaganda to get people to be afraid of this artificial intelligence becoming smarter than people. That's a lie from Satan. Right. And, the, and the digital currency and all these different things that are taking place around the world are part and parcel, from my viewpoint, of the fulfillment of this one world system being built. You know, it's like, as believers, we can't expect the prophecies to, like, all of a sudden happen. You know, it's happening in many different ways from sure. my viewpoint. But I wanted to ask you, can, can I mean, I don't know how much you guys discuss this AI and how much you get it out you know, to believers and even unsaved people to let pe- there's not too many people talking in opposition to this AI. Right. Yeah, I mean, so I've done programs on it and different things, and we've re- we've written articles on it in our magazine, which is the most, to my knowledge, the most widely read magazine on the planet. And our magazine is all our magazine goes to every governor, all of Congress, the president, House the Speaker of the House. Um, all of the movers and shakers in the media industry, uh, our magazine goes to them bi-monthly. And so we're getting the word out about it, but I believe like what you're saying is that AI is part of this global governing structure because I can tell you, Joe, I've worked on it some, and every answer that I get, when I ask it a pinpoint question, it'll send me a left-leaning answer. So there's an agenda behind it, or else it would just send me a true answer from all of this supposed information that it has globally, but it always sends me a left-leaning answer. I ask it, for instance, I ask it, is, Il, uh, is Israel illegally uh, occupying the... Uh, no, no, I, I, um, is it illegal for, the, for Israel to, be, uh, to build settlements out in the West Bank? And it gave me this leftist answer. Well, according to the United Nations, and, you know, it's, it's a disputed territory. They are occupying it, blah, blah, blah. It gave me this total left-wing answer. And I thought, you've got to be kidding me. This thing is, there's an agenda behind AI. Yes. It's not just gather all the information you can and give an answer. That's not what it does. And so um, I know there's an agenda behind it, and it's part of this global governing system. Yes, and you see, the, the world is being duped to think that there is such a thing as artificial intelligence. Right. There is no such thing. Mm-hmm. A machine cannot think. It is input from, the, from, right. from many sources. It's, you see, it's, if you try to track it down, how it's being developed, it's frightening. It's frightening. Oh, like, yeah. I just read a thing, I don't know if you saw this little thing, that, that uh, President Joe Biden has allocated $600 million for the development of AI. Oh, yeah. Where's that money going? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where's that money going? Yeah. 
these guys that are programming this, it's like the cloud. You know, you talk about the cloud that was developed by Microsoft and all these other different technologies. All it is is human input, information into computers that's that's connected worldwide. And so this money that Joe Biden, I want, I'd like to sit down and say, well, uh, Mr. Biden, well, where, where, where is that money going? Right. He wouldn't be able to answer you. He wouldn't, because he, does, he doesn't know what he's doing. He, at this point, I totally believe that there are people behind the scenes that are, that are leading everything that he does. And that's why, as believers, and I encourage everyone that hears my voice, don't stop praying for the USA. We are God's family. We're the ones that got to win. We've got to pray against evil wherever we see it. And we have to discuss these things in the open. And we're, I don't hear anyone saying, well, what is AI? Because AI is not real. Right. It's a deception to manipulate people. It's going to be used by the world. One, oh, yes, I'm going to convince you that it's just like I, I, I watched Doug and Vince show excerpts where they, they had this, uh, uh, they played you know, the uh, AI Bible and the AI Jesus is yeah. better than the, you know, the fake Jesus that we've mm-hmm. been listening, uh, talking about for 2,000 years. Right. That's blasphemy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's blasphemy. But you see, that's the agenda. Like you said, oh, yeah. you're going to get a leftist answer because it's all being developed and manipulated, and they want to think, they want people to think that there's a higher intelligence by these machines. Yeah. That is a total lie. It's yeah. all human input. Yes, sir. And, and, you know, they build robots and all these things. Well, all these things, computers, they need energy, whether it's a battery or plugging it in. And they're having people get afraid. Now they're trying to instill fear in people. Well, unplug the computer, stupid. <laughs> well, no, I understand what you're saying, Joe. And I do thank you for the call. The um, God bless. Yeah, God bless you, my friend. The thing is, everybody, is that AI is designed, it's not just being created, just, hey, let's just have this wonderful thing that people can use for information, and you're going to get it for free. It's not what it's about. AI, because I, I went on there, I said, I've got to know what this is about. A lot of, so many people are following this and everything. I've got to know what this is all about. So I went on there, started asking it pinpoint questions. And like I told Joe, everything it, everything it gave me was left leaning, left leaning. So when Joe Biden, when Joe mentioned somebody uh, that Joe Biden was given six hundred million dollars to somebody to go in and help with AI and all, I guarantee you what the deal is, is that they're putting their own spin on this. There are people that are talking against it, but they're trying to silence their voice. I don't know if unless you're, I mean, you may understand, but. Us being in doing what we do on the radio and television and all these different things, they are trying to censor us so heavily. Un- until you've been in this world, you can't understand the censorship portion. We have had, when we first started on Facebook and some of these different platforms, we had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views every month. Okay? Well, when they found out what we were talking about, and this is what Dennis Prager, Ben Shapiro, all these other people have been talking about. And again, I don't. I had somebody say something about Dennis Prager the other day. I don't agree with everything they say, but a lot of what they talk about is conservative, conservative views and things like that. But 
they, they started censoring us and shadow banning us and moving our stuff and Google and moving, uh, you know, you look up something that has to do with end time, which we, what we specialize in, and we might be 40 pages over before you would see end time ministries and things like that, where we started out on the front. And so they're doing these things to try to censor, censor, censor. It's to the point now where we recently, I did a program on, uh, and I mentioned the vaccines. And it was, uh, it was, you know, talking against the vaccines as far as what they were trying to do and mandating them and things like If you took the vaccine, hallelujah, do what you want. But I'm saying I don't want to be mandated by the government to put something in my body. That's what I'm against. Uh, I'm not anti-vaccine. I just, I'm, I, I'm against anti-government coercion. Oh my goodness, I got a, we got a strike on YouTube. And they said, hey, two more strikes and we'll eliminate end time from YouTube forever. They said, this is your first strike because of what I said about the vaccines. So it's talk about censorship, censorship. That's why, like today's program, if you share it, if you'll like it, if you'll comment on it, it helps to get us around the algorithms that Facebook and all these things are putting on us because they're trying to censor us so heavily. They don't want me talking about world government. They don't want me talking about uh, what the World Health Organization is trying to do to, and some of the United States, uh, Joe Biden, them trying to maybe yield up some of our sovereignty to the World Health Organization and global ID systems being pushed even here in the United States and uh, socialism here in the United States. They don't want me talking about any of that stuff and how it ties in with the Bible and getting people on board and resisting that stuff. They don't want that. They want you to just think AI is wonderful and that uh, a global ID would be a good thing and a central bank digital currency. Well, that's going to be good for America and all of these things that would be horrific Oh, and socialism's a good thing. I mean, it's been implemented in America for decades, and, you know, we haven't uh, blown up yet. I promise you, if they implement socialism or communism here, America, as we know it, is gone. But they don't want me making a statement like that. They don't want me telling people how to get to heaven. They don't want me talking against sin, even though it's, it's Bible 101. Everybody's sinned but they don't want me talking about it. And so, we're being censored. I want you all to understand what's really going on. And so, we've had to develop ways. That's what End of the Age Plus is all about. It's a platform you can get on to where we can't be censored. I can tell you whatever I want to on the End of the Age Plus. And so, very, very important. Um, And... So you can go to endtime.com and look. It's right there on the front. End, of, end, end time plus. I'm sorry, end of the age plus. End time plus. And uh, you can, endtime.com is the best way to get to everything. But um, the Jerusalem Prophet Scholars, everything we do. And that's another reason to come to our, co- our, our prophecy conferences that we have. Because I, we're not politically correct. We're biblically correct. And I can talk about anything I want to at a con- conference. I'll be honest with you, we talk about whatever we want to on the radio, too. I'm just going to have to because you guys, we're, we're trying to educate people. People are so in the dark about some of this stuff, the deep state, everything. They that understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. 
I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself. You are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is. That's where our reward is. End time is not going anywhere. symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME. Or go to endtime.com. Welcome back, everybody. And want to uh, go straight back to the phones here. Let's go to Jody in Indiana. God bless Jody. Welcome to the End Time Show. Thank you. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I've been confused for a while mm-hmm. about the rapture. Um, I, I got in the uh, church when I was 17, and I backslid a couple of times, but I've always been taught that um, we would go in the rapture, <clears throat> excuse me, before uh, tribulation. Sure. But then I would hear, you know, Brother Baxter talk, and um, it sounded like he was more mid-tribulation or even post-tribulation, mm-hmm. and, um, and I know he was a great, great Bible teacher. Yes. And um, I remember one of my pastors one time when he was talking about the rapture, and he said, you know, the, like the bridegroom wouldn't take his bride, you know, through the mud or through the dirt. Mm-hmm. In other words, yeah. you know, we would go in the rapture before. Yeah. Wouldn't beat up his and, bride. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'm... 71 years old, and I've been taught this for years, but, yeah. you know, and, and I, you know, you hear people saying, you know, Jesus is coming soon, and, and I know He is, but I still wonder about us going through part of the tribulation, because we haven't suffered near what other people have, right. and I figured that we would go through part of it, because, you know, we're no better than they are. Right. So uh, a scriptural answer to that, Jody, not, not an opinion, but a scriptural answer. A lot of people, and I'm, I'm fixing to do a lesson on this, but a lot of people have misinterpreted the scriptures concerning the Great Tribulation. Uh-huh. They, the people that believe in a pre-tribulation rapture believe that the Great Tribulation is the wrath of God. But that's a misinterpretation of Scripture. The, the great tribulation is the wrath of Satan. It's not the wrath of God. So when somebody makes a statement, well, God wouldn't beat up his bride, he's not going to beat up his bride. But Satan is going, in Revelation 12, the Bible says when Satan is bound to the earth, after he loses the war in heaven, the Bible says that Satan will persecute the woman, 
with 12 stars around her head, which is Israel. And then on, at the end of the chapter in Revelation 12, that he persecutes those that have the testimony of Jesus Christ. That's the church. Mm-hmm. And so the Bible specifically tells us in many places that the church will be here through the Great Tribulation, which is Satan's wrath, not God's wrath. And so God's wrath is Revelation chapter 16, which is the, the vials of the wrath of God that are poured out right there at the very end of the Great Tribulation period. So, right. again, I have friends. Let me just clarify here. I have friends who believe that in a pre-tribulation rapture. But I have, I have a, a, a very close relative who's a pastor friend of mine, a, a pastor, obviously, that he said, I believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. I just can't explain it. I can't prove it. And so um, that's the thing is that people that, there's many reasons why people believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. It's a, it's a feel-good thing. It's a traditional belief. It's a, um, you know, I, and people kind of misunderstand a lot of different scriptures. However, the Bible specifically says in many places uh, that the, the church will be here through the tribulation and that the rapture will happen at the very end. I'll give you one uh, verse really quickly that you can just hang your hat on. This is the nail in the coffin, okay? Okay. Uh, Matthew chapter 24, verse 29 through 31. Matthew. Jesus, yeah, Matthew 24, verse 29, 29 through 31. It's in the Matthew. Olivet Discourse. The disciples okay. ask him in the beginning of the chapter, what's going to be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? What's it going to look like at the end? And Jesus said, immediately after... If he said before, we'd be having a different conversation. But he said immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun would be darkened, moon sh- um, sun will be darkened, moon shall not give her light, the stars will fall from heaven, the powers of heaven shall be shaken, then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and then they shall see the sign of the of the Son of Man coming in heaven. He'll um, send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect. That's the rapture. And Jesus specifically says in verse 29 that that would happen immediately after the tribulation of those days. And so, um, but again, some people have said, well, that's just the Jews, the elect or the Jews. But they're not. And when he's, when he's talking about the elect here, he's talking about the elect at the time of his second coming at the rapture. And that is the church. That's not, it's going to be people from every kindred, people, tongue, and nation, not just the Jews. And so um, that's why, that's one of the verses. There's a plethora of verses that let us know that we will be here all the way through the tribulation. Um, so um, that, I hope that helps you out there, Jody. Well, I, I, I always thought, no, not always, that, you know, since I've gotten older and I'm old, <laughs> yeah. um, that we would go through at least part of it, you know, because, right. like I said, we, we haven't suffered like... Um, other countries and a lot of other people have, you know, mar- have been martyred, you know, for the name of Jesus. Yeah. And um, and uh, we we do some prepping. I mean, we're not, we don't live on a farm or off the grid or anything, but I do a lot of canning, and you know, I can about anything I can get my hands on. You know, meat and vegetables, and you know, my mom used to say, "Eat what you can, and what you can't eat can." Right. <laughs> so. You know, I've, I've tried to prepare for us having to go through, mm-hmm. you know, at least part of the, the tribulation. Yeah. And um, well, I know a lot of apostolics, you know, they don't, 
they don't do that. But, I mean, right. when it comes time to, you know, buy and sell and you don't take the mark, you know, you're not going to have anything. No, no, I understand. So, um, I just, you know, I do the best I can, and uh, I, I'm trusting God, and I'm preparing. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, do I have some stuff in storage? Eh, a little bit. Uh, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. Preparing for any catastrophe. I mean, the COVID situation, the shelves were clearing right. out during COVID, or anytime there's a, uh, a, 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 a an ice storm or something here in Texas, man, everybody just about knocks the walls down at the grocery store. Um, so any type of catastrophe, there's nothing wrong with preparing for that. Um, however, I'm not going to go on to a full-on prepper situation because I've got to, you know, I have a job. I have a commission from the Lord to preach and teach the gospel to the entire world. And so I can't do that, you know, living in a cave somewhere. So there's a balance on that, Jody, and I'm sure you've got that figured out. But um, in my opinion, just like my father-in-law, Irvin Baxter, uh, we believe that the the church will be here through the tribulation. I know that's not a popular teaching, but I've got to go with the scripture. And uh, that's what we believe is going to happen. You know, I'm not, there's great men of God that believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. But, um, you know, in, in my opinion... I believe the church will be here all the way through. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you much. God bless you, my friend. Thank you for the call. Okay, let's go to Brian in Kansas. God bless Brian. Welcome to the End Time Show. Thank you very much, Dave, for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, I'm I'm wondering, you know, Israel has had to do some bombing around the Damascus airport and such because of um, weapons that have been coming in to be used against them. And I was wondering if you see Isaiah 17.1 as an end-time verse where it says, uh, Behold, Damascus is taken away from being a city, yeah. and it shall be a ruinous heap. Yeah. Is that an end-time scripture, or is that has that already happened in the past? You, no, that's, cer- given that some thought? that's certainly an end-time scripture. And I am of the opinion, as was my father-in-law, we've studied it, and it appears... Again, this is my opinion, that that would happen at the Battle of Armageddon. The Bible says that the Battle of Armageddon, because the Bible says that World War III, the next two major wars that the Bible prophesies about, Jesus said you hear about wars and rumors of wars. So there's going to be things that happen like the Russia-Ukraine thing. But the next two major wars that are specifically prophesied about is World War III, Revelation 9, verse 13 through 21, the Sixth Trumpet War, and the Battle of Armageddon. The Sixth Trumpet War starts in the Euphrates River region and spreads out around the world. The Bible says at the Battle of Armageddon, though, that the great river Euphrates will be dried up to make way for the kings of the east to come down against Israel to battle and that they will come um, and meet at the plain of Megiddo. Well, if you follow the track from the Euphrates River in the north all the way straight down through Damascus, in, down to the plain of Megiddo, they'll come. They can come in through Haifa and then down across, uh, up by where the the um, Golan Heights and the Syrian Overlook is there, where the UN encampment is. They can come right down through there, and so that's why we are of the opinion because of the the um, region that that's going to happen, the area that that would take place, the destruction of Damascus at the Battle of Armageddon, because nuclear weapons will certainly be used at the Battle of Armageddon. Uh, the Bible says, These are the plagues with which I will smite them that come against them to battle at the Battle of Armageddon, and their eyes will consume in their sockets, their tongue, and their mouth. It's a nuclear, uh, it's, an, it's a um, 
a description of a, the, the after effects of a nuclear weapon, and uh, that's going to be at the Battle of Armageddon. So it's highly, <coughs> excuse me, it's highly likely that, that uh, the destruction of Isaiah 17, uh, verses 1 and 2 of Damascus would be, in my opinion, at the Battle of Armageddon. It has not happened yet because I have been to Damascus. I've been to the street called Straight and uh, where the Apostle Paul and Ananias was, and um, it has not been destroyed yet. That's thousands of years old. Okay. Yes. I sure appreciate your and, answer. You know, it just, it just uh, the Israelis, you know, they've had to do some bombing around there. Yeah, I, I, I follow that very closely, believe me. Okay. Um, yes, sir. Well, I sure do appreciate it, Dave. Absolutely. God bless you, my friend. And, you know, that the Damascus was where the Apostle Paul, that's where he was on his way to when he got struck down, you know, by as a, a light brighter than the noonday sun, and his, you know, his conversion happened that and in Damascus. So uh, Damascus is a very, very old city, uh, and it's uh, it's pretty neat to go there. Of course, I don't I don't know if I'd go there today, but we went there back in '99, and it was uh, certainly a, a unique experience. But um, God bless you, Brian. Thank you for the call, my friend. Thanks again. Okay, let's go to Paul in Missouri. God bless Paul. Welcome to the End Time Show. Hey, what's up, Dave? I'm doing good. How you doing, my friend? Oh, pretty good today. Good. Hey, so I just wanted to, so you believe in post-trib, right? Yes, sir. That's your stance? Okay. Yes, sir. All right. And, okay, so most most people would say pre-trib. Yes. Now, if you say post-trib, they say pre-trib. Are you, are you stating, are you saying an opinion or are you saying that's an absolute truth? I'm saying that I believe it's the absolute truth, and I believe I can prove it scripturally. Okay, so, I, you know, and I'm not saying you're wrong or right. Yes. This is what I say. Yes. Because, um, and the reason I say that I don't, I don't know yeah. what I want, what I believe, because I saw your teachings. Yes. And then I've also saw, I think it's your father-in-law, Irvin. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I didn't know if he's your father or father-in-law, okay. Father-in-law. And then I've also seen, um, you know, pre-trip teachings. Yes. And they're both good. They're both really good teachings. Yes. Um, you know, uh, very good points mm-hmm. uh, on both sides. Mm-hmm. So I could see both sides of the argument. Yeah. Well, I've studied so, both of them, too, believe me. Oh, I know. I'm sure you have. Yeah. Um, but, but more of my question is that, so if you see, see it as an absolute truth. Yes. Youth, and I'm not. I'm not. I don't mean this in a in a tag, like hey, in a bad way. No, no. I mean, so like, I but. I totally agree with you, Paul. I, I've got a break coming. Can you hold over the break? Because I'd certainly want to continue the conversation. Yeah, Can you hold yeah, on? Sure. Okay. So let's go through the break, and then we'll come back. Because I, man, I, I want to hear what you got to say. And look, I'm not going to look at it as an attack. Believe me. If you've got something to share that I don't know about, I want to hear it because I'm a truth seeker. Um, so let's come, let's finish it when we get back. Uh, God bless each and every one, and looking forward to seeing all of you in Vider, Texas this Hi, weekend. I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online with End Time Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. 
Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. Welcome back, everybody. And um, I got a few calls I'm going to try to get to for the end of the hour, so I'm going to go straight back to the phones. Let's go back to Paul. And uh, Paul, we're discussing pre-post-trib rapture. And what's your thought, my friend? Okay, so my thought is, and and it's just more of a concern, not a thought. Yeah, Um, yeah. Okay, Um, because I love everybody. I want everybody to go to heaven. Believe me. I'm I'm with you, my friend. (laughs) Okay, so in Revelation chapter 22, verse 18, it says, uh, For I testify to everyone who hears the word of this prophecy, of this book, anyone adds to these things, God will add to him and the plays that are written in this book. Do you think? Yes. Do you think if if you say pre-trib or if you say post-trib, they say pre-trib, mm-hmm. and one of you, one of the two is wrong, is that that's adding or taking? Right. I don't believe it's adding or taking away. I think that some people have misinterpreted some things. Because maybe their grandpa taught it, their dad taught it, and so now they're saying, you know, I'm doing the best I can. I don't understand, because a lot of people just simply don't understand prophecy. They're doing the best they can to interpret it, but they don't understand it. And so they're saying, well, um, you know, I I believe in my opinion that it's going to be a pre-trib rapture, and that's what they teach. Um, I believe, personally, in a post-trib rapture. But my father-in-law's mom and dad both believed in a pre-trib rapture, but they're in heaven today. My father-in-law believed in a post-trib rapture. He's there. So I don't, I don't teach it as a salvation issue. However, I believe that the Bible teaches a timing of the rapture. Now, I could teach the academic perspective and give like two or three or four different accounts. Here's what some believe. Here's what this. But, Paul, you don't change the world unless you take a stand sometimes. And so I know what you're I, saying. I, I'm just saying for me, yeah. for me personally... I believe that we have to teach, because the Bible teaches, there's many accounts where the Bible says the Antichrist makes war against the saints. Well, if yeah. the saints are gone, who's the saints? Well, then a pre-tribulation rapture with uh, somebody who believes in that that says, oh, those are tribulation saints. The other saints have taken before, the rapture saints, but those are tribulation saints. The Bible never one time, not once, does the Bible ever say, that there is a difference between tribulation saints and rapture saints. Well, That's nowhere in the, the Bible. Jews, the Jews. Well, I'm sorry? Is, is the Jews. A lot of people believe the Jews are God's chosen people. and Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that's, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't have any idea. Yeah. You know, so yeah. So let, let's, let me speak, to, I, let me speak really, to that, Paul. Let me speak to that. So a lot of people believe the church will be gone and that the final seven years is just for the Jews. However... In Revelation chapter 7, the Bible says that John saw a multitude that no man could number out of every kindred, people, tongue, and nation stand before the throne, a future event. And the elders said, John, who are these individuals that have been washed, that have white robes and made themselves white in the blood of the Lamb? And John said, I don't know, thou knowest. And, John, and the, the elders said, these are they that came out of great tribulation. It was not just Jews. 
it was people from every kindred, people, tongue, and nation. So, that during the final seven years, there will be there will be a lot of Jews saved, but there will also be a lot of people from every kindred, people, tongue, and nation. And so um, that's, you know, that's one of the reasons that it's not just the Jews. Yes, the Bible does say when the fullness of the Gentiles become in, then all of Israel will be saved. Well, that's at the second coming of Jesus Christ. Uh, when all of Israel will come out to meet him and they'll, they'll behold the scars in, their, in his hands when he plants his feet on the Mount of Olives, that's when they will... Um, turn to him in mass. And so, you know, I, I just don't see, I don't see one scripture in the Bible, not one. A lot of people go to Revelation 3.10, but Revelation 3.10 is not talking about the, the rapture. Because you have kept the word of my patience, I will keep you from the trouble that will come upon the whole earth. That's not talking about the great tribulation and the rapture. That's talking to the church of Philadelphia that was on the earth 2,000 years ago. And so I don't see one scripture in the Bible that, that says the rapture takes place before the tribulation. I've never seen one, and I've studied it for years, so I can't teach that. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for taking my call, and right, I wasn't Paul. saying you were telling the truth or wasn't telling the truth. No, I, I know, I know, I know. You know, I was speaking concern for, you know, for you and whoever, you know. Um, yeah. When I speak, when I speak the truth, to, or when I, when I, when I read the Bible to my son every night, I would just say, in my opinion, because, you yeah. know, some things are absolutely 100% that you know, and then some things you just don't know. And I just, sometimes I don't want to, I don't want to add to God's word. I don't want to take away, you know. I totally agree with you. So it, the thing is, Paul, if I don't know, then I'll tell people I don't know. I'm speculating. Yeah. But when it comes time for the rapture, when Jesus says, that the Lord will come and send His angels with the sound of a trumpet to gather His elect. That's the rapture. That, that, when the Lord comes with the sound of a trumpet to gather His elect, that doesn't happen twice in the future. That happens one time. And Jesus said that that event would happen immediately after the tribulation of those days. So for me to say, well, I really don't know what He was talking about. Maybe He meant before and just made a mistake. No, I don't. I can't get that from that. He said immediately yeah. after the tribulation. So when Jesus said that, that's what I'm going to go with. Well, maybe I need to study a little bit more in Revelation. In, uh, Revelations. In my, or Revelation. Yeah, well. Um, I should say. Yeah, I mean, I uh, if I can help you anyway, let me know. Well, I, I watch your guys' videos all the time. So. Cool. All right. Well, thank you all very right. much, my friend. And uh, great conversation. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Let's go to... Brandon in California. God bless Brandon. Welcome to the End Time Show. Hey, Dave. How are you doing? I am doing tremendous. How are you doing? Very good. So, good. Um, I've got a question. So um, I'm here from California, kind of northern California. We've got the, the Bay Area, Silicon Valley area. Yes, sir. Uh, a lot of lot of tech going on in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, what's interesting to me is that that's kind of also the capital for LGBT. Sure. So... Um, there's a movement in uh, uh, going on. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called transhumanism. Sure. Basically, where human it, human makes humans make advancements to where they're kind of becoming one with technology. Sure. Yeah. Um, Brain implants and all that is, stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. So my question to you is: I mean, clearly the LGBT you know community is is kind of setting us up for kind of the moral failings that we see in Revelation. How do you see um, transhumanism possibly playing into that? 
So the, um, I believe it will be people, some things that people could possibly move into to believe they can get out of this reality that we're living in right now. Other than that, why would you want to put a brain chip in your head and all this other things trying to get some kind of superhuman intelligence and all these other things? Mm-hmm. I believe you need you, to just, you, uh, I'm sorry? Do you also kind of see it as um, an opportunity for even even more kind of degenerate uh, behavior as, as there's more and more, you know, hormone therapy and et cetera, et cetera, kind of destroying the, the gender uh, walls? You see, um, you see it kind of increasing the uh, kind of moral failings. I don't know about that because, to me, there always has been, always ha- always will be two genders. And if they go, if they um, if they go against that, whether it's through transhumanism or any other, because they're doing it right now without the the. Uh, being morphed into it with, you know, half human, half machine type situation. So the Mm -hmm. thing is, it's morally wrong and it's sin. And so my question is, how will we deal with that? Not where it would potentially end up, but how how are we going to deal with that type situation? Um, We'll still have to deal with it on a human level because humans are the only ones that have souls. A machine doesn't have a soul. And so how can I, as a minister, deal with this type of situation? I would have to deal with the human aspect of it not with the machine. And so I, I, I wish it wasn't even happening. It, it appears that there's a lot of people trying it, but I wish it wasn't even happening. Um, but how can, you know, I don't know if I can fully answer your question because we're not that far along yet. Right. And so, yeah, and I, you, you know, that's you, the thing. Do you, you see this kind of going into your work of end time ministry? Do you see um, this topic brought up at all of transhumanism and how it might play into things? Not not that much yet because the, I, I think they're still in the experimental phase. I mean, I don't think that they've really, you know, I haven't seen a half-human, half-machine walking around. I haven't seen a, a somebody with superhuman intelligence that has a brain chip put in their head. And I mean, even with um, Elon Musk, it's still speculation at this point. And so right. I, when, when I... I think we're too early for me to be able to answer your question, Brandon. That's kind of where I'm going. I, I don't. I haven't sure. seen the results of it. I wish people wouldn't even mess with it. I'm not going to implant anything in me ever. Um, because yeah, it's definitely, it's yeah. definitely headed that that direction. We yeah. No, I know people AR are. Yeah. Facebook I'm, AR and all that. Absolutely. No, I know. I totally agree. I, you know, I have, and, and that's the thing with AI. I think that AI could be used for some good things. Uh, but it's the problem is you get somebody who wants to control everybody, then they'll start using AI. And th- it's already programmed to give you kind of leftist answers like I talked about earlier. So, again, though, with, with full-on transhumanism, can I answer some of these questions? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think... As a matter of fact, I know I would never do that. Um, but as far as will it lead to... You know, uh, uh, let's go straight and talk about the LGBT community and will it lead to a moral, you know, to get worse than that? At this point, I think we're too early for me to be able to answer your question. Sure. Yep. Well, thank you for the time, Dave. All right, man. God bless you, my friend. Thank you for listening. Let's go to Dan in Oklahoma. God bless Dan. Welcome to the End Time Show. Hi, Dave. How you doing, my friend? Uh, Yeah, I just, I was 
just going to take a minute, if I could, to yeah. to to follow up on that gentleman's call about the about the money thing going away. Yes, sir. In July, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I've gotten emails, and it, and and this is this is the line that it tells you. And then if you go into it deeper, they're 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 trying to sell you some gold. Okay. Okay, I All got right? you. Now, now I'm not saying that's good or bad about the gold. Okay. Yeah. Now, now coming on, that's up to the individual, but. Uh, I have a relative that's a banker, and so I sent it to him. And he sent me a, a text, man, it was really, really, really long, but it was good information. And what he was telling me was that the Fed is going to be setting up a cryptocurrency to compete with the existing cryptocurrencies, okay? Yes. Not doing away with money. Now, oh, yeah. now but that's like everything else that comes along it's, it makes sense, you know, to the logical man. Yes. It makes sense to be doing that because it makes things easier, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And people probably running into places to where they go in the shop and they won't take cash. And so there you think, oh, my goodness. Well, eventually that, that's going to be the – that's going to morph into that as well, yeah. right? Yeah. And the reason for that is because it, it costs the bank money to handle cash. Right. Or it doesn't cost the bank that much money to handle electronic. Dan, I I think I know what's going on. I I just, I remember something that happened. Let me break in on you because I got about 45 seconds. The, what they're doing is they're setting up a central bank digital currency. However, on, in the early part of July, they're going to try to push FedNow, which is the infrastructure for them in all of our banks to implement the central bank digital currency. That may be what the guy from New York was talking about rather than simply going off of a, into a cashless society. He may have misinterpreted or misread something, um, but that's what's coming, and I, I totally agree with you, Dan. It's a misinterpretation. Yes, sir. Yep, absolutely. So I think that's what he was referring to is the Fed, Fed now uh, that they're trying to push in the banks in July, but we're not going to go completely cashless at that point, um, but it's something certainly to watch. I don't want any of it here. I want to stay on cash and not worry about it, but looks like we'll have to in the end time. God bless.